living the hunt life Along with my kids and my lovely wife Taking in the land that the good Lord made And doing the things that make this country great Doing my part to keep the things in line Respecting the land that's yours and mine No doubt about it, this right here's a good life It's living the hunt life Welcome to the on-air home for the Brotherhood of Hunters. Welcome to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Brought to you by Hunt Life. Take aim. And now, here are your hosts, Jeff Lagerman, Kevin Favor, and Kirk Waltz. Good morning and welcome to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. I'm Jeff Lagerman, back in studio after taking a week off for a little fishing tournament last week. Yeah, along with uh, Captain Kirk Waltz. Good morning, Kirk. Good morning. And uh, Kevin Favor held the fort down with Dave Edwards and had the good senator on from Arkansas. Good show last week. It, it was good. Um, the, the the senator was fantastic. You know, it, it, uh, Dave and I had a we really did. We had a great time interviewing him and talking to him. And, and uh, you know, and, and we talk about this a lot of times on 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 radio. It's it's pretty cool how some some people's personalities come out. Right, and, and he was just a regular guy. I sure. mean, you know what I'm saying. I mean, he just, you know, even though he was a senator and everything else, he just, just a, he's just a regular outdoors. Well, and, and, and I'm glad, refreshing. glad that we had him on because he's pushing for the federal e-duck stamp program mm-hmm. that will allow hunters to get their duck stamps online, which makes sense. I yeah. mean, I just, I, I still don't understand exactly why we have to have an act of Congress to be able to get that accomplished. But uh, if we do, I'm glad the senator from Arkansas is pushing for that. Yeah. So. Uh, and so from last week's show to politics, I guess you could say somewhat, to this week's show, you know, turkey season is right around the corner. Yep, March 16th in Georgia, right? Uh, no, 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 <laughs> no. no. Right. You're no. a little excited, Kirk. Yeah. 17th, I think it starts you know, in, in northern Florida. South yeah. Florida starts the middle of March, so around the... Uh, I think South Florida starts today. Yeah, sometime around the, you know, the, the middle of March. And so anyway. Yeah. Well, that's because it's my birthday, and it's, I always yeah. equate it with my birthday. It's so. right around the corner. And, uh, you know, so when I was in Vegas at the shot show, right, you know, walked around and saw all the different displays and stuff, uh, I've been in the market for a choke tube for my turkey gun. Really? Because last year I took the time to pattern my shotgun, which, you know, a lot of us, we don't, you know, we, we no. break out the shotgun and go turkey hunt. Yeah, yeah I'm guilty. <laughs> guilty. I'm looking at Kevin. Yeah. He's going guilty with yeah. his eyes. So sure. We're both guilty. And so uh, walking by the uh, booth for Carlson's Choke Tubes, I happened to meet the gentleman that owns Carlson's Choke Tubes, Scott Carlson. And, and folks, if you want to check it out, choketube.com is the website for Carlson's Choke Tubes, and they make a wide variety of choke tubes. And was talking to Scott and asked him if he'd come on. And so without further ado, let's welcome Scott. And good morning, Scott. Morning, Jeff. Morning, Kurt. Good morning. And Kurt. How are you guys? Uh, man, we're doing great. And hey, thank you for taking the time. I know it's a little bit early in the morning for you and, and your time zone, but uh, thank you for coming on because me and you had that conversation in Vegas. And and I was asking you really the conversation centered around what type of choke tube do I need to have for my shotgun? And and Scott, you had made the comment. Look, you know, he said, you know, it's amazing how a lot of people don't pattern their shotgun, and that's the first thing that came out of your mind. People need to pattern their shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just as important to pattern your shotgun, believe it or not, as it is to go out there and sight your deer rifle in once you put your scope on it. So uh, it may seem funny and it may seem like something you've never done and you've had good luck shooting your shotgun, but I tell guys if you'll go out there and pattern your gun, shoot it at 40 yards with the load and the choke you're going to use in the field, 
I guarantee you, you'll learn something when you do it. You're going to learn where your gun shoots first of all, and that might surprise you because it could be a little high, a little low, a little left, a little right. And then more importantly, it's also going to show you how your load patterns for the hunting situation you're going to go on. Yeah, and, and that really, I think, is, is, is key because a lot of people, you know, when they get a shotgun, if they buy one out of the box, it'll come with choke tubes. Mm-hmm. And they just, okay, turkey season, I'm going to put my full choke tube in, let me buy my rounds, and I'm good to go. Right. And, and they don't take the time to do that. And nowadays, it seems like everybody has a specialty item out, and the specialty items we're talking about today, and, and along with sighting the turkey gun, is, is a turkey choke tube. What are the benefits of having a choke tube that's designed for turkey hunting? Well, first of all, they're super tight. You know, you talk about you get a full choke with the shotgun when you buy it. You know, and the full choke's not a bad choice. Out at, at 30, maybe 35 yards, it throws a pretty good pattern. But when you put one of these turkey chokes in your gun, it's constricted 30 thousandths tighter than the full choke that came with your shotgun. Mm-hmm. Huh. So them things are super tight. Uh, they're designed, for instance, most of our turkey tubes at 40 yards in a 10-inch circle will put 240-plus pellets in a 10-inch circle. Wow, that's pretty heavy. I'd <laughs> you know, convince so, you to buy one. <laughs> yeah, so you get a lot more pellets in a small area, which, you know, if you guys have turkey hunted and shot turkeys, which I know you have, uh, sometimes them critters are hard. <laughs> the birds are hard to kill. So uh, anyway, you need a tight choke and, and these uh, extended tubes. Uh, with the tighter constrictions, really do a good job. Let, let me ask you a, a, a question, Scott. What What are the advantages of having a turkey choke tube with the the venting on the end of it? Now, the porting reduces recoil and reduces muzzle jump. Um, those are the two main benefits from porting. Uh, several years ago, Federals come out with a, a new wad that or a new load that uses the flight control wad. And if you shoot those type of loads, Federal recommends you do not use ported tubes because part of the wad finger on the on the wad itself can come off because of the porting. So if you do shoot those Federal loads with a flight control wad, uh, I recommend you do not use them with the ported tube. But otherwise, there's a lot of benefits to ported tubes, uh, especially if you got kids shooting or recoils. You know, Kid, Bob, yeah, God, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you, you've never, you've never seen Logman shoot a three and a half inch number five. Yeah, Scott, I, I know when when I when I talked to you in Vegas, there you're going, guys, this guy's kind of big, but you probably didn't realize at that point that I was a total sissy for kick. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have guessed that. I didn't figure you needed a port of joke tube. Oh well, yeah, I tell you what, I, I don't really enjoy that kick too much myself either. <laughs> let, let before we get into the choke tubes, because you know. I, I have a lot of questions about port-a-choke tubes, ammunition, and the such. What's the best way to go about patterning a shotgun, you know, starting at, at the most basic of steps? Well, the most basic steps, and it's not very complicated. It's probably just like most people think. But a few uh, things that are important or seem to work the best is, number one, you always want to pattern at 40 yards. That's where factories pattern their guns at, and that's what they consider uh, to be the optimum range where the gun's going to pattern with a with a certain choke and, and throw the most shot in the circle. So 40 yards. Uh, one one mistake guys make, you know, there's a lot of these new turkey targets out there, and they're like eight and a half by 11 inches tall. Mm-hmm. You take one of them small targets, 
and you go out there at 40 yards and you put it on your board and you get back and shoot it, that's great. But the problem is, is if your shotgun does not shoot exact point of aim and you shoot a little low and you don't know your gun's shooting low and you walk up to that target that you shot at and you go, wow, you know, there's not that many pellets in there. Most of them are at the bottom of the paper. And so, so you're thinking, man, either the choke or the load's not doing what it's supposed to. When all reality, if you took a piece of 30-inch paper, whether it be cardboard or paper, and put on the board first, then put your target or dot in the middle and shoot at it at 40 yards, then if you don't have many pellets on your target you were aiming at or your dot, then you can see where the rest of your pattern went, and then you can either reshoot the shot and say, I pulled it, shoot it again to verify that's where the gun's shooting, and then once you've done that, then you can adjust your aim, do something to the sights uh, to adjust to get your point of aim dead center. And then really the only other thing you need is a set of shooting sticks uh, or something, some type of rest so that you, you, know, you get a good shot when you pull the trigger. It's just like sighting in a bolt-action rifle. At 100 yards, you wouldn't stand there and shoot it offhand if you're going deer hunting, more likely. Yeah, right. the, the, the one thing that I will tell people is is don't use a shooting bench, sandbags, and lean down into it with three-and-a-half-inch <laughs> magnums. I learned that the hard way. Sit on the ground mm-hmm. and let the recoil push your body back. Didn't your dad do do something like no. sit on the ground and roll him or something? Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> Scott, I, I was going to sight my turkey gun in. You know, the first time I ever got a shotgun, I had three-and-a-half-inch magnums, and I said, all right, let me just put it on the bench just like you're talking about, get it nice and steady, and uh, that didn't feel so good. No, it doesn't. And there's some vices out there that could take some of that out of there. But, you know, sitting down with just a set of shooting sticks or something, just so you got a decent rest so that when you pull that trigger, it's where it's supposed to be. Because, you know, in most cases, you're dealing with a shotgun that's got a bead on there, and at 40 yards, even if it's moving a little, you can be off two or three inches, you know, in any direction. So, yeah, the, 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 what you're talking about, the big sheets of paper. And I, I tell people this, if you go to like an arts and crafts store, you can buy those 30 inch wide rolls of paper. I mean, those things are the perfect thing to, and then you just take a, a black Sharpie and make a dark circle in the middle and, and use that for your target instead of buying those high-vis, you know, turkey head things. Well, here's here's my question, though, Scott. I mean, because we're talking turkey hunting because it's right around the corner. Sure. Okay? I mean, let's just say that that, that a guy, you know, strictly uses his 12-gauge or 20-gauge or something like that for dove hunting. Are we, do we need to do the same thing? I mean, when, we, I, when we're sighting in right now, we're talking about sighting in a three-and-a-half-inch, number five. I mean, if I'm going dove hunting and, and you know, Two weeks from now, I mean, am I, am I taking my shotgun and, and, and trying to sight it in, putting, you know, different chokes in, you know, improved cylinder or modified, something to that effect? Well, I, absolutely. You know, if you're dove hunting, you probably got a pretty good idea, you know, how far away you're going to be shooting. You know, most mm-hmm. dove hunting, I would guess your shots are going to be, you know, maybe around 30 yards. So even shooting a gun at 40 yards or even if you know in your given distance is 30 yards, going out there and shooting the load and the choke that you plan to use in the field, you know, you may shoot it at 30 yards and go, wow, you know, I figured that pattern was going to be a lot denser across the paper than it is. So you may decide, maybe you shot an IC, you may decide you need a modified or right. maybe an improved modified. So, yeah, it's just as important for anything you're going to hunt. Yeah, and that's that's a, that's a great tip because, you know, I never have done that. No, I haven't. I mean, I have never done that, looked at what my shotgun patterns 
for for wing shooting. No, that's that that was my that's why I yeah, asked. Yeah, you know, great be, question. Because because you know when you're shooting at a turkey, we're talking about rest, stationary you know, targets, stationary for, for targets, part, or you hope. Yeah, yeah, and, and, yeah. and you're, you're talking about you know a, a small pattern, but you know I, I would really like to know you know what what my modified looks like on paper and my improved cylinder because I honestly I've never done. Yeah, it. I don't think it's going to help me improve my uh, wing shooting <laughs> though. Yeah, Scott Kirk Kirk is not so good at wing shooting, but yeah. we're, we're trying we're trying to help him out. I've been weaned pretty hard, you know. <laughs> the puppy's well, still on the, on the milk. I guarantee you, if you pattern these things, no matter what choke or what load, you will learn something when you shoot that paper mm. that you didn't know before you did it. Well, mm. Now let's talk about about you know we've only got about a minute here before we got to take a break. Uh, choke tubes for for turkey hunting. There are so many of them out there, and and Carlson makes a lot of a lot of great choke tubes. What do you recommend for choke tubes for a turkey hunter? Well, number number one, to get the optimum pattern, number one, you need an extended tube. The extended tube gives you a longer parallel section into it, which equates to a longer choke section. So that equates to better patterns at, at longer distance. So that's the number one thing you need. And then the other thing you need, you need a choke and a constriction about 20 to 30 thousandths tighter than a full choke. So if you get those two combinations, and then you can decide yourself if you need a ported tube or a non-ported tube, as far as patterning between those two, uh, there shouldn't be any difference. One reduces recoil and the other one doesn't. All right. Well, when we come back, Scott, I uh, want to talk about specifics, you know, the, the exact constriction. We'll talk about porting versus non-porting. All the particulars, folks, with uh, Mr. Scott Carlson of Carlson Choke Tubes. And if you want to look at the different different ch- uh, tubes that they manufacture, go to choketube.com. We come back on the other side of the break here. More with Scott Carlson and the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. As a deer hunter, I think this happens to us all. You're sitting in your stand and you catch a glimpse of a huge buck. It happens to be the same buck that fills your dreams and your trail cameras. When you saw him during bow season, he was just out of reach. During gun, he was chasing a doe and moving too fast. You've done everything possible to take this buck. You've moved stands, moved trail cameras, You've taken time off work you shouldn't have. You even missed your niece's wedding. This buck consumes your thoughts. As a matter of fact, there's times when your wife is talking to you, and even though you're looking right at her and shaking your head, you're thinking, man, I wish I had to move that stand on the creek bottom and not on that food plot. You hunt day after day, past up deer after deer, and then it happens. The last day of deer season goes by, and you still have a tag in your pocket. During turkey season, you find his sheds, and your spirits soar. Starting about August, you put out your trail cameras. About two weeks into it, you finally get a picture of it. He is alive and still around. You look at that picture and you say, game on. If this has ever happened to you, you need to be a part of Hunt Life. Visit HuntLife.com. Since the first days at Mossy Oak, we've been about getting close to critters. That's what drove us to create Original Breakup more than 12 years ago. Today we're doing it again with all-new Breakup Infinity. Six layers of detail give it great depth of field. Twelve years of research give it unequaled, effective design. Hey, check it out in stores or online at mossyoak.com. Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak, America's number one camel pattern, just got better. There was the explosion, and I remember just opening my eyes, and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery, and what's going to happen next? The Wounded Warrior Project said... Look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. 
I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. And now, back to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. And we're back with special guest Scott Carlson from Carlson's Choke Tubes. And go to choketube.com to learn more about his company. And, Scott, uh, we were talking during the break. You know, I remember the day back when we got a shotgun, and it came with, you know, one barrel or two barrels that didn't have the screw-in choke on the end, and, and we swapped barrels out. <laughs> when when did this all come about, you know, the screw-in choke tubes? And who came up with that idea? I mean, we... we to me, that's a part of gun history. Sure. Yeah, and, and most people aren't probably going to realize this. They're going to think the chokes probably started out here in the last you know, 30 or so years. 1982 is when they kicked off, as uh, you and I know them and, and most everybody else. But actually, back in 1959, and that might not be the exact date. It could have been in 58. But anyway, in 59, Winchester came out with the Model 59, that actually had choke tube capability. So that was one of the first shotguns or the first shotgun that model that they ever offered with choke tubes. Wow. I, that's, that's crazy. Cause we were, we were, we were kind of talking in, in the break there, Scott, you know, when I was growing up, cause I, I used a lot of shotguns still do. Um, I mean, I remember my dad taking a dime, you know, in his 12 gauge and, and, you know, going, okay, this is a full choke because the dime won't fit in there. And this is a modified choke because the dime will fit in there. You know, it's it's amazing they came out with choke tubes that early. Yeah, and then that that is amazing. And when you think of what people put up with in the 50s and 60s with cuts compensators and poly chokes, you would have thought that back then if somebody, when they came up with these chokes, that ever that would have caught on. You know, nothing sticking out the end of your barrel. But for some reason, uh, Remy, or Winchester made that choke with vents on it. And it screwed down inside the barrel, and then it extended a little bit, so it had vents. And I don't know if, you know, because of the noise, the look, I, I don't know, but it didn't catch on. But yet, cuts compensators and poly chokes, they were still sticking them on. But the the choke tube deal, I, I think after about '61, you didn't see them on anything anymore till you know the early '80s to mid '80s. Wow, I mean, a little history there. I had yeah. no idea that the screw and chokes had been around. For that long. All right, let's focus in on, on the turkey chokes here. When you look uh, in your catalog, I'm looking now uh, at you know replacement and extended choke tubes, extended turkey choke tubes. I'm looking at constrictions here. You got 0. 0.640, 0. 0.660, 0. 0.670. What's the best constriction for a turkey choke uh, tube? Uh, good question. Like I said before, generally 30 to 40,000. So, most bore diameters, and it depends on the gun that you have, but say a Remington 870, for instance, or a, a Benelli Super Black Eagle 1, uh, or the full choke is based off a 700 uh, bore size or a choke size. And so when you go with a 670 choke, you're constricting at 30 thousandths. When you're going with a 660 choke, you're constrict, constricting at 40 thousandths. Once you get to about 40 thousandths, Anything tighter than that, you go tends to make the pattern go the other way. It starts blowing the pattern, uh, open it up. It, it doesn't stay consistent at like 40 to 50 yards. Um, so anyway, the 30 to 40 thousandths is the optimum choke length where you get your tightest patterns. 
And then from that point, there's a lot of the tighter tubes. Why we offer them like a 640 is 20,000 tighter than what we tell you you need for turkey hunting. But probably out in your part of the world, just like out here, there's a lot of pot shoots, meat shoots, uh, card shoots, they call them, uh, where they're shooting at, at cards or small targets at close range, and they want super tight chokes to push, put the most BBs on that, that card. Ah, so so the perfect, somewhere in the range of 660 to 670 for turkey hunters. That's the optimum constriction. Yeah, and a lot of people make a mistake. You know, they say, well, extra full will work, and it will work. You know, go out there and pattern it with a load, and it'll it'll throw a good pattern out there at 35 or 40, but nothing like a turkey tube. These turkey tubes are still constricted 30 thousandths over an extra full or 20 thousandths, so they're super tight. I, I, I never knew. I mean, I just yeah. assumed that, you know, the extra full would be somewhere in that range for turkeys. Yeah. Uh, so, so. Now that we've we've kind of solved the constriction part, how do we select ammunition? Well, that's a good question, and it goes right back to the same thing where we started. You know, you can do some reading and some research, but ultimately, after you get the load and you get the turkey, you got the turkey choke. You got to go pattern the thing, and make sure it's going to work with the with your particular gun and the particular choke you bought. You know, Federal makes great loads. Uh, Winchester makes great turkey loads. There's another company out there, uh, Heavy Shot Environmental Corporation, uh, but they, they make a product called Heavy Shot. Uh, Remington used to sell it under their name. And the, the deal with that shot, it, it's a heavier than lead shot, and so it penetrates so much better than copper, lead, nickel. And anyway, you know, I shoot a lot of heavy shot on turkeys just because the you know, they're a tough bird. You know, you need penetration to kill them. And, well, and, after all that frustration, you don't want them to walk off either. No. <laughs> knock him down, even if it's one baby. No, and the last thing you want is a, a wounded bird, so. That's right. Well, what, what, what do you think is the perfect, for pattern density and energy, I mean, and, boy, you look at the, at the shell manufacturers, you know, some people say, well, fours are the best or fives or sixes. And some people even have shells that come out with these blends that can cost $10 a shell. Uh, what do you think is the best ammunition shot size and, uh, and such for turkeys? Well, it goes back to the deal, whatever pattern's best in your gun. Okay. And, that, and that's why you yeah. got to get out there and pattern them myself. I like sixes with heavy shot because with a heavy shot pellet, you get two pellet yep. bigger knockdown. So a six is like shooting a four. Um, if, if you're not going to shoot heavy shot and it's more expensive than some of the others, I would at least shoot either nickel-plated or copper-plated because you get more penetration from a nickel-plated or a copper-plated shot than you do lead shot. You know, But if you're going to kill turkeys at all your birds at 25 yards, uh, you know, any of those shot sizes will work. I just get out there and do a little homework patterning and, uh, you'll be set. But, um, the other mistake guys make, you know, is when they go out to pattern, they only grab one load. You know, they take this load with this choke that they're going to do. You know, take some other shells out there with you. Once you're set up to do this, uh, take a few extra pieces of cardboard or paper to put up after you shoot and, you know, check out those other shells you have. You might find out that a, Another brand works better than the one you just tried. Do you, when you guys sell your choke tubes, do you have recommendations to FPS as to what the full extent 
of load restrictions you can oh, put in there. Oh, here you yeah. go. You get a little complex on me there. FPS. Yeah. Feet per second, right? Okay. 15, 50 feet per second. I mean, some of the choke tubes, I'm looking at the, uh, the one, I, I shoot a Mossberg, uh, 835 and I'm looking at one of your, your, your choke tubes and it says, do not shoot steel shot larger than BB or any steel load faster than 1550 FPS. Yeah. And you, and you see that more so on the waterfowl loads with the feet per second. Right. Uh, Turkey loads are generally around fourteen to fifteen hundred feet per second, and again, you know, you might say, "Well, is that better than shooting one that's twelve hundred feet per second?" Well, the heavy shot loads, most of them are twelve to thirteen hundred feet per second, and they penetrate better than the loads that are fifteen, sixteen, seventeen hundred feet per second. Hmm. So, again, it goes back to pattern in the gun. Some of these uh, fast loads actually tend to blow patterns. Uh, if you over-constrict them. So that's why this pattern is so important. I mean, I mean, you sit here and tell guys that, and, you know, I hadn't patterned until we started doing this 25 years ago. i got to admit, you know, I wasn't a guy that went out there and patterned my shotgun. But after I started shooting different guns and found out they didn't shoot point-aim, uh, you'll be patterning every shotgun you have. All right, so you had mentioned ported versus non-ported, and you would mentioned about Remington ported's not good. Uh, ported, what different ammunition would you select for ported versus non-ported? Well, uh, the federal ammunition with the flight control wad, they do not recommend through porting. Uh, as far as selecting other ammunition, you know, if you've shot fours or fives throughout your life when you've turkey hunted, uh, you know, pick those loads that you've used. Uh, and like I said, again, go out there and and pattern them and see, you know, if they pattern the way they you thought they did. And, I, you know, you're going to see something, learn something when you do it. But, um, you know, four fives or sixes are, are the best pellet sizes. And then the blend loads that you talked about, and this may be new to some uh, people out there listening, the blend loads, you know, they're blending like the common one that, that we see is called a Magnum blend by Heavy Shot. And it's a combination of fives, sixes, and sevens. And some guys are going to hear the word seven in that and go, wow, you know, I would never use a seven. Well, I wouldn't either, but with heavy shot, a seven is equivalent to a five, a six to a four, and a five to a three. So you got three different pellet sizes in there, so you get more pellets in the shell. Um, and, and for turkeys, that's the name of the game, payload. Payloads. I like that. Payload. <laughs> I do too. All right, folks, uh, we're, we're about ready to take a break here on the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. And our guest today, Mr. Scott Carlson from Carlson's Choke Tubes. Uh, check out choketube.com. We come back on the other side of the break. Scott, want to talk about, you know, screwing choke tubes for, for other hunting applications besides turkeys. Because, I mean, holy cow, I've been to the, you know, to the sporting clays range and I see some of these Olympic shooters come out there and they got all these fancy, screw-in chokes, and they're changing them on the range and all this, and I want to learn a little bit about that with uh, Mr. Scott Carlson, folks, of Carlson Choke Tubes, right here on the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. After sweating it out all afternoon, I have finally accepted that no turkey of any kind lives within a mile of where I'm sitting. Time to pack it in, and just in time to get a text from Joe. He's wrapping it up, too, with tags filled. Ouch. But as I throw in the towel, it hits me. In just 30 minutes, I'll be back at camp. We'll all settle in, kick back, talk about the day, 
cheer our successes and cheer our failures. Best thing is, we'll do it all with a spirit of friendship and fellowship. It's the fellowship of hunters everywhere, safely home from the hunt. Without a doubt, this is the Hunt Life. If you're living the Hunt Life too, it's time you tell the world about it, even if it is a little chilly outside. Check out the online store at HuntLife.com for our ultra-warm hooded sweatshirt, fleece vest, and knit cap. This winter, show everyone you're living the Hunt Life. Visit HuntLife.com today. You want to get really close to critters this fall? Then you'll have to try all-new Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak. Six layers of detail give it great depth of feel. Twelve years of research give it unequaled effective design. Together, they represent the most dramatic, high-tech leap in the history of camo. Check it out in stores or online at mossyoak.com. Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak, America's number one camo pattern, just got better. Let fish and wildlife biologist Scotty Brown's 25 years of experience work for your property with Southern Sportsman Aquatics and Land Management. They help landowners on developing and managing properties where recreational fishing and or hunting is the priority. Their lake management services include fish population sampling, electrofishing, water analysis, vegetation establishment or reduction, lake design or renovation, and long-term management strategies for your water body's future. Southern Sportsman Aquatics and Land Management installs and repairs aeration systems, fountains, fish and game feeders, and their own design, Forever Tree Fish Attractors. They're experts in keeping small public water bodies and retention ponds in housing developments and golf courses working properly. So if you're looking to improve your property's aquatic resources, call Scotty Brown at Southern Sportsman Aquatics and Land Management at 214-383-3223. That's 214-383-3223. I've been a member of the Federation for 18 years. Federation stands for good stewardship of the resources and preserving our hunting heritage through those efforts, I want my kids to be able to enjoy the same privilege that I have. My father joined the Federation for me, and I've done the same for my children. Jakes, women in the outdoors, and wheeling sportsmen, they want to be the best conservation organization in the world. And now, back to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. And also our special guest uh, joins us, Scott Carlson from, from uh, Carlson's Choke Tubes. And, Scott, uh, we, we talk about constrictions there for turkey loads and stuff, and I just want to clarify for people because uh, we were talking about the constrictions recommended for uh, the the turkey chokes would be anywhere from 660 to 670, and, and those are specifically for 12-gauge shotguns, correct? That's correct, yep. 20-gauge, you know, they make extended turkey tubes uh, for 20-gauges, too, and you'll find that, uh, you know, they, they generally run around 20 or 25 thousandths tighter than the standard full choke that comes with the shotgun. Okay, and so for a 20-gauge uh, turkey choke, because I, I know a lot of people that hunt turkeys with a 20-gauge. I know a lot of people that do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kyle, do, my son does. Yep. Yeah. What do you recommend constriction-wise for a 20-gauge? Uh, about a 575 is, is what seems to pattern the best. You know, you brought up a good point right there. You know, turkey hunting is a great sport to take a kid or your wife, somebody that's never hunted. Uh, it, it's easy to do if you haven't been out there and done it. it. It doesn't cost a lot of money. You don't have to do a lot of walking. You don't have to be an expert on a call. Uh, but it's a great way to take a kid hunting. And, you know, I don't know about Ohio, but uh, I know here in Kansas, 
we have a youth season that starts a week before turkey season does. So we can take kids hunting, you know, a week previous to when the birds have even been hunted or, or been, uh, I guess, smartened up. And we can get the kids out there, and, and that's, you know, that's what we need to do. We've got to get these kids out there yeah. hunting, and this is a great sport to do it in. Well, uh, last year, my at that time, he was 10. My 10-year-old got his first turkey ever with a 20-gauge. And, boy, turkey hunting, you're right, because turkey hunting for kids, it's interactive. Mm-hmm. You know, they get to hear the birds. They mm-hmm. get to see the birds, whereas, you know, instead of, shh, sit still, <laughs> shh, sit still. You know, yeah, turkey. but I still say that. <laughs> True. Yeah, and what happened when he shot that bird? He started crying. Yeah. So, so excited, you know. Uh, we've been trying for a couple of years, you know, and with school and schedules, it's sometimes hard to make it happen. And, but what we, we had an absolute ball. Uh, yeah, but now he's hooked for life. Oh, so he's, he's eat up with it. Yeah. He's, he's eat up with it. Great uh, way to get a kid out there and get him into hunting. All right. We've got about, uh, about seven minutes left. And, and I think, you know, you did a great job of explaining how to pattern a shotgun, the constriction sizes, the shot. Uh, let's jump over just a little bit here for, Sporting clays and wing shooting. Uh, there are so many different ammunition manufacturers, as I said earlier. What is the best choke tube for wing shooting for dove and quail? Carlson choke tubes. Well, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good, Scott. I like uh, you. You're, you're probably talking constriction. So yes. if, if you wanted to talk an, an average, you know, constriction type, uh, you know, modified comes to mind. Uh, there's a great tube out there that maybe not everybody's heard of called a light modified, which is in between an improved cylinder and a modified. And mm. another great choice is an improved modified, which is on the other side. But again, it goes, gets down to, you know, how far the game is away that you're hunting. You know, if, if you're hunting stuff at, at 40 yards or 40 plus yards, you're going to use a different choke. And if you're out there hunting quail that are, you know, 15 to 20 yards from you. So, and, and another thing that goes into this, you know, people say, well, why do you shoot extended choke tubes? Well, you know, trap shooters, skeet shooters, sporting clay shooters have used them for 40 years. And, and there's a reason why they've used them. They don't use them because they don't work. If, if the flush mount tubes worked as good as the extended tubes would, did, they wouldn't use them. And, and you get the same, same scenario in a hunting situation. You get tighter, denser patterns out of them. Uh, they're easier to get in and out of the gun, and it's easy to identify what type of choke you got in your gun with them. Hey, I'm sitting here thinking about this, Scott. I was looking. Um, Jeff brought me one of your brochures, and I'm, I'm started thinking, man, you know, there's a lot of shotguns. Oh, there's yeah. A, there's, I mean, you start thinking about the manufacturers and, and different guns. I mean, do you make a, a, a choke tube for, for every shotgun? Now, I'd say 85, 90% of them, we make over 700 different SKUs oh, no and just kidding. choke tubes. Wow. That's crazy. Well, now, and that's, now, 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 just to get a little history, how did you get into the business? That was primary wanting to develop a better choke, something to pattern better over a flush mount tube. And so started experimenting with extended chokes and how long the, the parallel or choke sections needed to be in them to make them shoot good. Uh, you know, there's guys out there making three to six inch extended tubes, and I can tell you they look cool, but if you go pattern them, they won't pattern any better than the tube that's extended out the end of the barrel three quarters of an inch. Once you get that length extension, making a tube longer doesn't give you any better pattern performance. So, 
Well, my question uh, is, are you an engineer or, or a, a, you know, a gunsmith? Gunsmith. gunsmith. There okay. You go. That's your there background. You there you go. That's my background. That's what I went to school for, and that's um, what I did, and that's how I got into the messing with these choke tubes and shotguns. All right. So, so for for your turkey gun, what turkey gun do you shoot? What mm. ammunition do you shoot? And which Carlson Carlson's choke tube do you shoot? Well. I, I've got a couple guns I use, but I, I guess the gun I probably like the best is uh, Benelli Super Black Eagle 2, although I'm shooting a Vinci right now that Benelli makes. But uh, the Super Black Eagle 2 uh, is the gun I use. I use heavy shot number sixes. They call it heavy 13, the load I shoot. Uh, and then I use a 665 turkey choke with it. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention, just, just real quick, if you got a shotgun, if you got a Remington, you know you probably know it takes a rim choke. But there's a lot of other shotguns out there, like you guys mentioned. Go refer to your owner's manual and find out what type of choke your gun takes. So find out if it takes an Invector choke system or an Invector Plus if it's a Browning. If it's a Benelli, find out if it takes a standard Beretta Benelli Mobile choke or it takes a Cryo Plus choke. Go to your owner's manual so when you go out to get a choke selection, you know what's going to fit your gun, and you don't make the wrong choice when you're in the store and get home and it doesn't fit your gun. Can we just call you and ask? You sure can. And <laughs> just go on our website and pose the question, and we'll answer it the okay. next day. All right. Awesome. All right. So so tell people uh, about about your website, uh, choketube.com. Pretty simple, yeah. Choketube.com. Uh, we've got a great interchange chart on that on that. Uh, website so if you don't know what your gun takes and you go in there and you type in say for instance uh remington 870 or remington it'll pull up rim chokes fit your gun and then it'll show you all of our selections under rim chokes all of our turkey tubes waterfowl tubes sporting clays tubes upland tubes coyote tubes rifled tubes and then we've got a ton of shooting accessories on it too all right so the 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 big question a lot of people are saying you know if I'm going to do this, what's it going to cost me? You know, what does the typical choke tube cost? Well, most of our extended chokes are in the $35 price range at retail. Uh, most of our turkey tubes or a lot of our turkey tubes are twenty eight ninety five. Hmm. So it's not a real expensive item, and it can really improve your patterns and make a huge difference when you've taken the time to go on your hunting trip or whatever. You know, these chokes can make a huge difference with the load you're using as far as how your gun shoots downrange. Well, Scott, th- thank you for spending some time with us this morning. Uh, we really appreciate your time and, and the education. Yeah, that was great. Uh, that we received because, you know, a lot that's one of the topics. You know what? We've been doing this show for 15 years. Yeah. We have never had somebody on to talk about sighting in your turkey gun and choke tube selection, and we appreciate that. That's not a problem. I appreciate the opportunity to be on Hunt Life with you guys. Hey, have a great day. All right. Thank you, Scott. Folks, you bet. Mr. Thank Scott you. Carlson, Carlson's Choke Tubes. Check them out online at choketube.com. And I got an education. Yeah, I did too. You know, I got to buy a choke tube. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you had a good, you've, you've known, you've had a good guest on. When, at, at, when you conclude with them, you go, ah, oh, I learned some things Absolutely. I didn't know. Yeah, really. Folks, you're listening to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show with me, Jeff Logman, Kirk Waltz, Kevin Favor, right here on the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. As a hunter, we all know that perfect morning. 
You wake up early before the sun, you have a cup of coffee, grab some snacks, and start towards your stand. You have waited for this morning all year. The wind's perfect, the temperature's just right, and the bucks are in full rut. You sit in the dark, straining your ears for any little noise. The sun finally starts to filter through the trees, then it happens. A doe comes by you on a fast trot. You immediately clip your release to your bow because you know he is coming. You hear a loud grunt and see antlers. It's a buck, a big buck. You stand up trying not to concentrate on the antlers. Your hands are shaking. You can't control the trembling in your knees. You draw the bow back, praying the buck continues down the trail. But as big bucks do, he turns. Your heart sinks. You have a decent shot, but not one you're comfortable with. You decide to let him go. Even though you're disappointed, you can't help but think just how cool that was. The folks at Hunt Life, they know how you feel. That's why they started Hunt Life, so we can share our outdoor experiences with each other. If you know this feeling, visit HuntLife.com, because Hunt Life knows it's all about the outdoor experience. America's number one camo pattern just got better. All new breakup infinity from Mossy Oak. Six layers of detail give it great depth of feel. 12 years of research give it unequal, effective design. Together, they break up Hunter's outline like never before. Check it out in stores or online at mossyoak.com. Break up infinity for Mossy Oak. It's not a passion, it's an obsession. We know the future of hunting depends on our nation's youth. But did you know that in many states, it's illegal for you to take your son or daughter hunting until the age of 12 or even older? As a result, we have fewer young hunters, and the Families of Field program is designed to eliminate those barriers. Hunting is safe, and the safest hunters of field are young people with adult mentors. Visit our website at familiesoffield.org to find out how you can bring more families afield. And now, back to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. And welcome back. Uh, you know, hey, look, you know, I, I'm being totally honest here. You know, I've made that mistake of not patterning my turkey gun in the last, the last two years, not this year, but the two years prior to, I had issues where I had missed a turkey. Right. And my first step was, was, hey, go get a red dot scope. Right. Yeah. You know, so that was my first step. And then I got the red dot scope and had good luck. And then I had another miss. And I was like, wait a minute, what's going on? Yeah, what in the wide world of sports? Yeah. So then I was, I was down there sighting in my turkey gun and, and my good friend Scott Parker, who, you know, is a diehard turkey hunter, he shoots the same exact gun as I do. He said, let me run to the house real quick. And I uh, said, I'll get my choke tube. And he said, put it in your gun and we'll see how it does. And we put it in and, and I shot and holy cow. Well, I mean, it was a huge difference. Yeah, I remember yeah. you you telling us that uh, yeah. last year. It was like yeah. night and day. Yeah, you said almost forty percent more of, of the pellets. Yeah, than and, the, and, and I had it was something like Scott had to shoot the gun for Jeff yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the kick. Yeah. Oh man! <laughs> no, I got smart. See, I brought a towel. But yeah. Jeff, I'll let right. you pull the trigger and use the towel. It, it, you know, to, to absorb a little of the recoil. And I did not do it on the bench like I did a couple of years prior, uh, and we'll never make that mistake ever again. Yeah. Uh, so now. Nowadays, it's sitting on the ground, shooting sticks like uh, Scott Carlson said, and a yeah. towel. Mm-hmm. Make sure that's there because you know when you're hunting, you don't feel the recoil. No, no you just pull it once. You know, but yeah. when you're sighting in, you know you, you're, you're anticipating yeah. <laughs> it. You're yeah. kind of gritting your teeth a little bit. And so he makes a great point: sit down on the ground, shooting sticks, sight your turkey gun in, uh, because the extended choke tube that I had had before uh, was you know just you know generic you know 
gun shop, hey, here, use this one. This is for turkeys, you know, mm-hmm. kind of a deal. And mm-hmm. put it in there and shot it. And then I took Scott's, which was made specifically with that 665 constriction. Yeah, and, and, and we're not talking about an expensive piece of equipment no. here. That's you know, that, that's what I found interesting. Yeah, 30, 30, 40 bucks plus shipping and handling. Yeah. And, uh, Most, I mean, 30, 40 bucks should cover everything. Yeah, that yeah, he said 28, 28 bucks. bucks for a turkey choke. That, yeah. that ain't shabby. Yeah. You know? no. and, I, and I just looked at their Facebook page. They got a really nice looking Facebook page. So if you want to see the results of some of their choke tubes, uh, join, uh, uh, Carlson's choke tubes on Facebook and, and look, review some of the comments from the, uh, shooters out there. You know, there. Kirk's the oldest one of the three of us. Yeah. And he's on Facebook. And he's on he's Facebook. <laughs> yeah. and, I don't know if you saw the huge smile on my face. Oh, just right, right. Our like, producer well, chime what? in. He's what? On Facebook. What, are you going to send me a tweet next? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might. Just might, brother. <laughs> Captain Kirk in his fifties and he's a tweeter. Oh, uh, Facebook, me. man. Yeah. Hey, you got to stay up with technology. Kirk, you're so man. hip, man. I'm digging it. Big, Big Bill's got my phone set up. All I got to do is take a picture now and goes right to Facebook. Isn't that cool? That is cool stuff, man. Well, you know, we always technology. talk about technology and take advantage of it. And with ch- turkey choke tubes, let somebody else do the legwork. You know, let them <laughs> figure out what's the best choke tube and what, you know, gun yeah. it is. And he yeah. has talked about go to the website, choketube.com, and you can just enter in your gun and see what kind of shells shoot best out of it. And, you, and you yeah. Know, Somebody hey, else has done your homework. Hey, yeah. with, with a name like Captain Kirk, I do not want to be the first guy to try the transporter. You know, <laughs> I don't want my molecules yeah. scattered in some yeah. chicken coop out west. You know, is that Captain Kirk? All right, uh, folks, thanks for listening to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Uh, next week we have David Halloran in studio, custom turkey call maker. Uh, we've had him on before. If you want to learn how to call turkeys, yeah, nice. Can't tune wait. in next week because David is a young man that's the simply the maybe the best I've ever heard yep. right here on the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Thank you for listening to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Be sure to check out the very latest in the Hunt Life by logging on to HuntLife.com. The Hunt Life Outdoor Show is a product of Hunt Life Productions. Copyright 2012.